Welcome to Critical Drinking. I'm Kevin Regan. I'm Tyler Subski, And this is the podcast where we drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them. This is episode 67 of Critical Drinking. This is going to be the episode where we watch Enter the Void, and we discuss our top five mind fucks. Mm. Mind fucks. When you told me about this movie, I thought it was touching the void. The climbing movie. Oh, the climbing movie. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's not a mind fuck. What are you talking about? No, they get hurt. That's mm. actually a pretty straightforward movie. <laughs> like, I followed it the whole time. It was kind of emotional, but they they made it. They got through it, they, man. They I it. mean, we're watching it. They touched it. That's all they have on Netflix, though, so we're watching it. <laughs> they touched it. <laughs> uh, so mind fucks is self-explanatory, I think, but for those of you who want a deeper explanation, it's kind of that... Type of movie that leaves you at the end going, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, what? What? You're just sitting through the end credits, puzzled, or your brain has literally exploded and so it's mushy and you don't, you can't even, mm-hmm. it like takes you a day to recover. Mm-hmm. And then you go on Twitter afterwards and you go, whoa, dude. Did you ever see that post? I just watched Touching the Void. <laughs> there was this string, I don't know where I saw it, but people thought, Titanic was only a movie and that that in itself was a mind fuck because they didn't know it was real. Oh my god. <laughs> Guess guys, guys. Titanic spoiler actually alert. happened. <laughs> oh my god. But it didn't say based on a true story. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? Kids oh, these days. Jeez. Oh man. So, um since we've been gone, great Kelly Clarkson song. But since we've been gone, <laughs> oh. we've, uh, there's been a lot of time that has elapsed. I think the last one that we did was uh, the Kids Killing Themselves movie. The, Hunger, the Asian Hunger Games, wasn't it? No. What did we do? Oh, we did Gorefest, right? Yes. <laughs> you sound completely positive. <laughs> no, we did. Worst endings. <laughs> so that was the same one. Battle Royale and Top 5 Gorefest. We did Don't Look Now and Top 5 Worst Endings. That was fun. That's right. That was fun. That was a good one. That was July. Go to our uh, go to Critical Drinking Holy shit, exactly two months later. Really? <gasps> it's a sign. You know what's a mind fuck? It's Friday the 13th right oh now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is a mind fuck. I'm just... is. Uh, I don't know if I can go on. Some wires just crossed, and I'm not going to make it. Um, yeah, it was top five worst endings. Criticaldrinkingpodcast.blogspot.com if anyone wants to watch or listen to, not watch, wants to listen to all of the archived uh, episodes that we got. Also, our archived top fives and everything like that. But Enter the Void uh, is going to be a movie by Gaspar No. It's the same guy who did Irreversible, which is a movie I've talked about a lot on this podcast for being incredibly well done, fucked up. Um, and so I've really wanted to see this, but I never have. And do you know the reason? Because Kirsten's never wanted to watch it, and it is two hours, 41 minutes. Yes, sir. Two hours, 40, 161 minutes. Yes. That's a lot of minutes. That's a lot of minutes. So we're going to be watching this for a while. That's, like, so we're, if this is a mind fuck, this is like borderline mind rape. Because after maybe like an hour, we might be like, no, stop, stop. But it goes on for another hour and 41 minutes. So this could potentially, this could turn bad. This could be a horror story of episodes. 
We could get mind raped. Repeatedly. <laughs> For two hours and 41 minutes. Um, all right, so we did go out there and like three hours ago ask uh, if anyone else had any mind fuck suggestions, like what would be on your top five mind fucks list. And we got two responses. The first from Maddie C., which is, well, my mind fuck movies are Memento slash Inception. Now, get used to this because the slash happens a lot in this post. So that was one. Memento slash Inception. Not sure why. I think maybe the Christopher Nolan thing. They're two separate movies. I don't know if those count. But okay. Number four, Pandorum. That was single. Well done. Number three. This is a trifecta. Sixth Sense, Usual Suspects, and Fight Club. And he says Fight Club upon rewatching though. And I think the link there may be that they're all like twist endings. Like your mind gets exploded at the end of them. Then number two is The Cell. And number one is Star Trek V. He notes, I still don't know what that movie is about. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. Then we have Ryan Vinson, who says, mm, Eraserhead, Dogtooth, Brazil, Testuo, mm, From Beyond, maybe? He wasn't sure. Even though that might have been his number one, he wasn't sure. And he says, I kind of want to say Mulholland Drive, but I don't want to over-lynch my list. See? Well done. Good work. That was a nice, well-rounded list. Mm -hmm. Didn't over-lynch it. Only single-lynched it. So, I mean, you know, solid. You didn't cheat or anything and have slashes. Yeah. Well Your done. number three is actually three movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but thank you guys for uh, sharing on such short notice. Literally four hours ago we posted. Two hours ago they responded. So if you find this before we post this episode, post them there. You won't get on the air, unfortunately. Um... But good, uh, good responses. As always, facebook.com slash critical drinking. We are always there. We are always posting things. No, we're not. But we're always there. It's we're always around. there. We also, between the last episode and this episode, launched a new medium. Oh, we're now on Instagram. Instagram. Follow some pictures of stuff while we're doing this <laughs> one picture what is the, every uh, two years. It is, is critical thing? drinking. Boom. One word. I think it all has to be one word on can't, there, doesn't it? Can't mistake that. Pretty easy. All right. So, without further ado, uh, we have a lot of movie to watch. We have a lot of mind rape to go through. So, in two hours, 41 minutes, Tyler, mm. how many beers of our 30 Coors Lights, which were less expensive than 30 Keystone Lights at the store, which is a fucking... That's a mind fuck right there. Preposterous. That is a mind fuck, how... It was a dollar more expensive for a case of Keystone Light. But, how many beers? Mm, um, I can do pound down eight easy. Boom. Eight yeah. easy. I'll do eight as well. That includes these. So, I mean, that's not actually that rapid of a pace. It's pretty slow. <laughs> it's it's actually enjoying these beers as I'm, if We may actually be sober. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. true. We might get to eight, you know, an hour and a half in and say, all right, this isn't fun. I'm going home. But then it turns into a mind rape. <laughs> and we get locked in. We can't leave. I hope it's uh, like the whole movie. I'm just like, what? Like, I don't understand. Right at the end, you just get fucked in the ass. <laughs> just, I just hope you get pounded boom. right at the end. I hope it's three hours of why are we doing this? And right at the end, you're like, oh, motherfuckers. Oh, I'm so glad I watched all of And then we'll have to watch it again. We're going to be here for six hours. Yeah. We're going to watch it twice, and then That's we're right. going to do this. So we might, it's going to require another eight as well after, in the second viewing. So we might not be sober. We might have to take a beer run. Mm. Anyways, we're going to go watch this. Uh, eight beers apiece. We'll come back and tell you what we thought about Enter the Void. 
Don't mistake it with <laughs> touching the void. <laughs> that in itself, my rage. <laughs> drinking oh my goodness oh my goodness i don't know if any of you have actually seen this movie mm. if you have you know why we are coming back so just beat up just confused and hands over our faces like it's nothing like touching the void <laughs> i expected touching the void like what the Fuck! That was a triumphant story. Oh my god! For two hours and actually it was only like twenty three on Netflix. Drives in twenty three on Netflix. It just fucked us. <laughs> it just immediately raped our minds, and then it just kept going. Oh man, it was tough. It wasn't tough to watch. It no, was just it was wonderful. To it watch. was. I actually loved. All right. Yeah. So let's let's start here first. Let's start. Tyler, what was your prediction, and what did you get? So I came out about, what, halfway through the movie where I was like, I predict that this all loops around and it's a dream. Yes. Which most mindfuck movies come out to be that way somehow. Yeah, like, you know, usual sus, like the twist-ish ones. Yeah, like, like the twist Club or something. comes at the end and you're like, ha ha ha. Oh man! You got me. That son just of a bitch. happened. But I can go home and sleep like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> this Speaking <twist>. of babies, <laughs> this has nothing, nothing like that at all. I don't. Should we? There is a twist, but it's uh, not a ha ha twist. <laughs> it's a what the fuck? It's a what the just fuck happened twist. Uh, and there's parts of the movie I can't put together. So I'll just say this to preempt all of this whole synopsis or whatever we're about to give this review. I don't. I wouldn't even call it a review. It's going to be a reaction. Mm -hmm. But there are just some movies that don't inspire you to drink. This is one of them. This is certainly one of them. Yeah. That yeah. you just sit there and you go, "What the? Oh yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta meet a goal. If we didn't have to, I wouldn't have touched my beer. No. Or." I might not have even blinked the entire time if I didn't have to. That's the first thing I noticed. Like, through the the opening credits, I didn't blink once. And I wouldn't have blinked the entire movie if we didn't if But we didn't the, have the to. opening credits fucking just take you and hit you in the face immediately. It's like strobe light credits, like, triple speed. <laughs> so you're, like, looking at these, and then you're trying to read names. And so it's just fran it, it really looks frantic. Not only is there a strobe... And it's a pretty quick strobe, but also then you're seeing name, name, tile, German team, boom, yeah. boom, well, the France team, boom. And you're yeah. just like, you're trying, and this is immediately out of the gate what you see. They give names and they give the Japanese symbol for their name and they give another symbol for just names. And then yeah. they do the teams, which is crazy. It's the beginning. I didn't blink once. Yeah, like seriously. I don't. I don't think I blinked. And until Tyler said it, about 20 minutes from the end of the movie, I didn't realize that I didn't blink the entire time. Or there are like some certain, there are other strobe times in the movie you don't blink. Mm. 
I don't know if I'm gonna have to read up on like what strobe does to your brain because I didn't blink up, the entire sure. time. I didn't blink the entire time, and there were some strobe times where I honestly looked out because I had the windows open. I looked out the window and I was like, I hope there's no one with epilepsy out there because this is getting fucking crazy. <laughs> the neighbor, the neighbors are getting lit up with bright orange <laughs> strobe just lights. Orange, blue, orange, blue, orange, blue, orange, blue, red, 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 orange, yellow, yellow, yeah. yellow. And they're dead on the stairs. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> joked about it that someone's just falling down the stairs next door, dying. Yeah, down exactly. The and, the, and then we looked out and sure enough, there it was, dead on the stairs. <laughs> Apartment B. <laughs> no. Straight up. <laughs> Everyone's okay? Okay, everyone? Oh okay. Oh, God. Let's, let's not fucking freak out over here, all right? This is a goddamn podcast. It's supposed to be funny. Don't fucking overreact, audience. Jesus. Look at what we're working with here. No. Look at what we're working with. Not much. <laughs> They're fine, that's everyone. Don't have to send the emails. Uh, <laughs> no. It was... Um, but they're... Uh, I think we still have so many like this. If you couldn't tell, this movie was perfect for this category. At first, I didn't. I feel like both of our minds are mush right now. For some reason, like three quarters of the way through the movie, I was like, "Oh, this is weird." And you're like, "You don't feel like your mind's been fucked?" And I was like, "No." I don't know why it picked up at Dude, the end. My mind was raped I by feel like, like I'm, minute ten. Yeah, I feel like I'm partially retarded when it comes to mind rape. Maybe. I don't pick it up. Uh, but Maybe there was... you've been mind raped so many times before. You like your body shuts down when you're getting mind raped. Yeah, <laughs> that might be it. Yeah. But oh. the the beginning of the movie, the, it felt like uh, a ride. Like I told Kevin, ha- like like I was at Universal Studios riding a ride. Like, have you ever been on one of the rides at Universal Studios where you're strapped into a seat, the ride doesn't move, but the seats move. And you're kind of feeling the... So like, yeah. Yeah. You can move left and right, and the ride moves for you, and they force you to see what you want to see. That's what the movie felt like. If you're in this first person for the first uh, half hour of the yeah. movie, tops. But you're in this first person. He looks where he wants to look, but he doesn't look where I felt I wanted to look right. if I were that person. And I was wanting to look... So many more places because it was, it was fucking like, your mind, man. It was like neon it's everywhere, and I wanted to look up and I wanted to look down. Seriously, left, right, and it, I, it felt kind of like a ride. It was crazy. It was crazy. So, I'm gonna do two things right now. I'm gonna introduce our mind fuck sound, which is this. It's the Inception boom. Yeah. So whenever you, whenever we talk about getting mind fucked, you're gonna hear this. <laughs> so just get used to it. Oh no, my senor. But I think, I think it's important to uh, kind of set this up because I don't feel like a lot of people have met, have seen this movie, and it's a very very unique movie. I've never ever ever seen a movie like it. Being John Malkovich. Mm, no, because being John Malkovich has people telling you the narrative outside of his brain. But they go in his first person view. Yes, but they're talking. You're not, like John Malkovich never talks in that movie. He does. No, when they I go mean, into John he, Malkovich, it's first person John he Malkovich. Does. Like he does. Okay. <laughs> yes, but okay. there's there's clear there's clear rules of engagement in that movie where you're like you're in John Malkovich, you are controlling him. So you this movie is first person 
it's point of view. It's first so person. It's, it's like shot as a point of view. Yeah. You're not you're not knowing that you're in there and you don't know what's going to happen because you're not in control. You are at the mercy of this person's brain because you're just watching through his eyes. And so that's an interesting thing is that you at the beginning of the movie, you are watching through so you are looking as if like this guy had a GoPro on his fucking eyeballs. Yeah. Like you're just watching and looking you look over and he's looking at his sister and you're looking at her sis- his sister. You're hearing his voice as if you're in his head. So it's like the same sort of sound. A little as muffled. If like you're, yeah, as if yeah. you're in, like you're hearing it through your own, you know, like you're saying it. So it really puts you as if you're this guy. And so you get the, Im- the impression immediately that, okay, this is, I'm him. And you take this ride with him the entire time. And that is a very unique perspective, I think, on how this movie plays out. Because it starts you in his brain. It starts you as if you're this guy. So it's almost as if you say, if you're talking about this movie, you say, we did this. Or, you know, we went down and we were walking down the street with our friend who we see to our right because he looks to the right and then he looks down at his feet. It's a very interesting perspective, but it is completely point of view. The, the strobe light just immediately immerses you in, like, like the, the credits, I mean. Immediately immerses you in this weird, sort of unstable, you're like, whoa, okay. And so you get a little relief at the beginning, and then you're launched into his brain. And so you get a, you know, a point of view, sort of, um, where you see that, you know, he is with his sister you sort of get the basics he's in a flat in tokyo and then his sister leaves and you see a point of view hallucinatory drug trip in tokyo you then it follows it up by you seeing a point of view drug deal which is a setup where he goes in and somebody says i'm so sorry and then the cops rush in he goes into the bathroom he dumps all of the drugs that he actually had because he was delivering this guy drugs. He dumps them all in this weird-ass toilet, like a, a, a floor urinal. Yeah, it's a good, so it's like good a, idea. A flat floor. Everything drains into this thing. It's not like a wall urinal. It's a floor urinal. Mm-hmm. So everything goes down. And then he claims he has a gun, and if they don't leave, Worst he's going to shoot. Idea. And then they shoot him through the heart, basically. Or through the right chest. I suppose. Mm-hmm. So that's the opposite side of the heart. Um, then you go and your point of view, death. And so you're his eyes as he's dying. Then your point of view, his soul leaving the body. Then your point of view, looking at your own dead body from above it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the mind fuck starts. Yeah, you... <laughs> from from that point you are you're third person yeah. from that point on you're you're in indirectly him like you you're, him, you you're first you're person him. him but you're third but person you're his soul you're yeah. not his body correct and you're so you're not blinking or anything and so then you go through and you fly above everything you sort of take the weight of the situation in you go by the ambulances that are coming to the place. You go by your friend who's fleeing the scene. You go to your sister, 
who unknowingly is having sexuals. Yeah, is a stripper, and then you go and see that she's in a back room with a weird dude that you don't know. Oh, she, so what he knows we, him. We his don't name, know that he knows him though. His name's Mario. His name is Mario, but we don't know that he knows him. I don't think he knows him yet. Um, he might know him. He met him we before. Just got, I just got mind fucked again, man. He met him before. He met him before. Because we went back in time during the... Right. And so, she's a stripper, and what do we do? We're flying around, we go inside his head, and we see what it's like to F our own sister. I maintain that she's adopted, because the little montage before seemed like she was adopted. Tyler says no. No. Tyler says this is just a depraved act of, like, what's it like? He had incest with his sister. Incestual sexual relations with his sister. It's like, what's it like fucking my own sister? That's I want to know. I'm going to fly in this dude's head and look at his eyeballs. That's what he was That's thinking. That's basically what he did. It happened almost yeah. kind of twice. Yeah, it did. It actually did happen twice. Um, and as weird as that is, in my opinion, that tells you a lot about who this dude is initially. Like... The, the the name of the movie is Enter the Void, so you're like, okay, what's the void? The bar is named the void that he gets killed at. But then there's this void. You He only speaks in, like, monotone. He's never mm-hmm. excited. He's never down. He's sort of just this, just flying around this universe. Like, um, you know, it's no big deal. Do you want to go smoke some crack? All right, sure, man. Like, that's sort of a deal. And so this whole time, he's sort of there's a void you can you can kind of sense a void in him where he's sort of seeking these things like what's this like what's this like what can take me away from this life that i have now and transport me into you know more fun more experience more of this and you learn along the way a lot of weird shit you learn along the way if i may that this dude we watch as like we are fucking his sister then we back off and we watch his sister read the t- or get the voicemail that we're dead and we as in the guy his name's oscar so we watch as oscar is watching her watch the news that he's dead and so then we kind of get back then we go point of view when we're kids and so this is sort of the time and it was around like what 45 hour mark where mm-hmm. we jump back to where we see them as kids. And we see how they met. And this is where I get the idea that they're adopted. No. Or that she's adopted. He is... No, she was a baby, though. All right. You know, but, I mean, that's that's what I... Either way, it's fucked up. They have a weird relationship because they were torn apart as, a, as yeah. children. So we get this we get this time when they're like, Oh, hey, you know, and we're, we're, we're still Oscar. But we're third person here because Oscar's already dead. Right. And so we're third person. We're jumping back. We're looking right behind his head. We never see his face the entire movie. We see the back of his head the whole time. It's like a third person shooter video game. It is like strange. Mm-hmm. But we go through and we see kind of these juxtapositions of like little cutscenes of them interacting, how they're meeting. All of them carry a lot of weight because all of them are like, here's why we hate each other. Here's what we fought about. Here's why we love each other. Here's all this... All the bonds. You get that in like a minute. Mm-hmm. Then you're in the back seat of a car. And mom and dad are in the front seat. You, Oscar. And sister are in the back seat. 
we're just going along, and, you know, sister is kind of freaking out because he's playing, like, the, what I imagine was, like, the I'm not touching you game. Just little petty things. And then we run fucking head-on into a semi. And then we see why this guy is so... So we learn more about this guy as we go. So this guy's so fucked up because he watched his parents die. They hit a semi head-on. They were killed instantly. Sister and him were fine, lived, and got pulled out of the car, got put in foster care. So you see this whole traumatic incident about, like, you know, life... Like, they just watched their parents die, then they have to deal with these people, like, putting them in certain situations. They have no control over their life, but they're together. And so you see that they kind of bond even more, and so they become, you know, blood siblings and all this stuff. And there's just these these little insights into the very sweetness of these children that, you know, it's like, we're going to be forever, promise forever and ever and it's like this you know this really sweet thing in in the midst of this just giant life crisis that they can't really grasp at that age Mm -hmm. or at least we're you know you assume that they can't so then we see that and we relive the time kind of up to where we caught up up to where we began so we catch up on like how they met you know or not how they met but where they went how their paths diverged still watching the back of this dude's head and then he flies her out to uh to tokyo and they eventually meet in tokyo and tokyo by the way i want to go to tokyo (laughs) i want to go to tokyo i feel like tokyo is a great time i'm sure it is so colorful so can't probably get sleep unless you're okay with watching strobe neon lights in Mm. your face but yeah you don't sleep for days just so colorful so very neon it's nice yeah so we relive the time up until we again die as oscar but we're watching it third person so we're seeing the cops rush in we're seeing it happen we're seeing him get shot in the back but we're watching him from above as if we're oscar reliving our life in the void (laughs) so we say mind fuck (laughs) mind fuck so, so then we get, and I mean, it, it just, this is like, we, we hit about an hour and a half at this point of what mm. I'm describing. Then this. You're the, fucking my mind just describing the The next movie. hour and a half goes by very, very slowly, but quickly as far as description goes. The whole movie. Um, we see how our sister's life is impacted. We see how our friend's life is impacted. Uh, we see how our sister with this dude that she was at the strip club with when I was dying uh, gets an abortion and we actually see a very graphic scene of that I forgot about that it's not even graphic as far as like blood or guts but it's very graphic as in you know exactly what's happening Uh, it's an overhead scene of an operating room um, it's not much of an operation though it's more of a jab it's more of a a check sort of deal yeah got it nope didn't get it then we see sister go on we see sister with our friend we see very blurry at this point we see sister uh checking a pregnancy test um look at my fucking notes then (laughs) you're you're pretty much explaining exactly what i'm what i'm talking about has he had sex with his sister next line 
abortion. <laughs> Don't watch if you're epileptic. That's the next one as well. <laughs> My notes are ridiculous. Uh, so we go on and we're watching and we're, we're going in and out of like these blinky sort of like strobe elements where we're kind of as... As Oscar, or as Oscar's soul, we're kind of going into like this, holy shit, sort of moment. Like, let me, let me go into the ether and like, fucking, this is, and I don't know, he, he has no emotion throughout this entire thing. No emotion. But the whole thing that we as an audience are feeling are, holy shit, let's take a break from whatever that was. Then we get jumped into our birth. And by our birth, I do mean our birth. <laughs> There were some, uh, there were some kind of undertones of reincarnation in there. So the last part is we are birthed. We come out, whether we're Oscar or not, out of our sister, and we are newborn. Mm. We are in this world, and the idea that I got was we just got into a really, really fucked up situation. And that's the whole thing. It's like, that's where I think it boils down to. And that's, that's sort of synopsis. So we went, that's synopsis. We'll get back to opinion now. Is that that's where the whole thing circles back to is that, holy shit. The same as Irreversible. In such, Irreversible was such a singular narrative, though. Just played backwards. That this is like, the world has some seriously fucked up situations. And there are a lot of people who unbeknownst to them mm. are just brought right in to those fucked up situations like Americans in Tokyo that have succumbed to sister being a stripper guy being the pimp and brother dead and it's mm. like hey baby welcome hola baby <laughs> mind fuck alright I didn't so pick up the to, uh, I didn't pick up the baby as being a horrible thing as you did. I don't know if it's... It's not... The baby was not horrible. The baby is innocence into a non-innocent world. That's fine. Like, we understand that. Like, okay, the baby's going into a shitty situation. The baby... It's not the baby's fault. And it's not the sister's right. fault. She's going into a shitty situation. But the in the beginning, the French motherfucker describes this book he's given... Right. What's the guy's name? Uh, Oscar. Oscar. Keep saying I want to say Gregoire for some reason. Say Gregoire. His name's Gregoire. <laughs> what kind of I name? I don't know is why. Gregoire. It's French. Uh, Gregoire. Mind blown. <laughs> he gives him a book about the Buddhist reincarnation, the, and he kind of book of the dead. Buddhist, whatever. No, I mean it's like a famous book though. Like people know the name of it. Yeah. According to you. Mind blown. According to, according to you. It's but in Evil Dead. It's in the Evil Dead. Is it really? It is. The Tibetan Book of the Dead. Okay. And like that's what the that's what the Evil Dead like signature series DVD. Anyways. Okay. So day. he gives us a, a synopsis of the book. Like, okay, you get to do this, this, this. I didn't hear a lot of it because of the traffic noise. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's very loud sorry. in your house. No big deal. I can't hear very well. It but I remember. Walking down fucking a million flights of stairs. They were. It wasn't necessarily your house. It was their house, too. That's true. Which we were out. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. So it was a mix of the two. 
Um, but he, I remember him saying, you get to choose your next vessel. So I thought it was like a... He, as her brother, was like, yep, I want to be your son. I thought it was kind of weird to me. It wasn't... He chose that rather than... Cause, Excuse me, I'm burping. <laughs> Mind blown. Uh, <laughs> no. So, throughout the movie, you see him move from vessel to vessel, meaning person to person. And he wow. gets to see all these different things. And at the end of the movie, he chooses, Wow. I want to come back as my sister's son. Did that just, blow, I did, that did that just blow your fucking mind? blew my mind. Yeah. I'm serious. I didn't pick up on that. No, because in the beginning, he gets to describe, oh, I, you're I allowed to choose. That. I you're, must have gotten worse road noise than you did. Yeah, you're allowed to choose who you want to come oh back as. God. And that's what he chose to came back, like, come back as. So she must have been adopted. Come on. There's no sadistic, so, incestual, I want to be your baby. It's very incestual. It was, it was so insane. It was, but I feel like if it's if it's like if they're if one's adopted, then it's totally different. It's like we recognize it as fine. Other people might say, "Yeah, we're brother sister." That's but it wasn't your way like makes that, it even more of a fuck. Yeah, he got to cho- like he got to choose who that to still come is a mind fuck. That yeah. wow, I thought I was mind raped before. Yeah, now you're mine, Tyler. You repeatedly just repeatedly raped. Me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna file charges <laughs> because of how mind raped I just was. Wow, wow. So that's what I took out of it. He chose that. I'm gonna have to fucking watch this again. No. You know, maybe I'll watch it again. All right. Um, I just told Tyler G to watch, and he was like, "I can't. no." Seriously. Seriously, it's it's not as sadistic or gory as you know what as Antichrist, which we watched last time. Which was fucking mind rapey. Oh my god, that might appear on some lists. But um, he goes setting. He goes. <laughs> I. What did you say? I go. Watch End of the Void right now. He goes. Great name for porn. I goes. It's kind of porn. <laughs> he goes. Oh, that's an alone movie. And I go. Just watch it. It's kind of mind fucks. <laughs> spelled mind wrong. Fuxers. Yeah. Set in Tokyo, psychedelic. Not ideal for she won't like it. <laughs> not ideal for. Well, she won't like it. Let's just. I let's said just she'll be chase. fine. Watch it. So hopefully she'll be fine. She'll be fine. You'll be fine. She'll just get mind raped. Yeah. You don't mind mind rape. You'll be if, fine. If you don't, then you're all set because you're about to get fucking mind raped. Uh, that's mm. funny. But he thought it was a good porn name. Yeah. Yeah. Watch Enter this the... and then think if you want to look up that porn again, you fucking weirdo. Into the cavernous, cavernous void. Honestly, you see a lot of tits. You see some V's, but you see some. You D's. see some P's. You see some D's. Some P's or D's or whatever you want to call them. P's or D's or C's, whatever you want to call them. But you, I'm not sure. Just like Antichrist, man, you, you can't don't get a ta- boner in this. No. There's no way to get a boner in this movie. Just like Antichrist. It's terrible. It's like I've never felt like my dick was so small. <laughs> then in these last two movies, Antichrist and Enter the Void. Are so you what? Oh. It's retreating. It is retreating so hard. It's like, get back up in there. My D we... turns into a V watching Seriously. these movies. 
Oh my god, tell Tyler he's not going to watch porn after this for another three straight days. Okay. Uh, so now you know my plans for the next three days. Not porn. Um, but I will, I, I do want to get out of the narrative, or lack thereof, or whatever it is, the story. And I want to get into some of the good things, because honestly, I love this movie. I really liked it. I loved it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I mean, that flies in the face if I feel like everything we just said. Mm-hmm. But, um, honestly, I think there were so many, like, so many of these scenes that we're, we're talking about that were so disturbing and mindfucky were because they were so well done. Because so many of them, so your point of view the whole time, what your point of view of may be confusing, but your point of view the whole time. And so, when your point of view of the soul... You're jumping around, you're flying, you're looking down on things, and you're seeing some things that must have been so hard to film. Like, there are some scenes, like when she hears that her brother has died, that the camera is going so many wonky ways, and there's so many things, but she delivers such a fucking heart-wrenching performance in this. And, like, the whole thing is, it's like... You can relate it to Requiem for a Dream on how just into these characters these people must have been because of how unbelievably true this whole story is. And it's not... there. I mean, at least in the States, you don't recognize anyone in this movie. You don't recognize the names, you don't recognize the faces, but oh my God, just so unbelievably real. And that attributes to how fucked your mind gets. Um... I will also say that I, I like the strobing aspect of this movie. You get it in the in the uh, in the credits, and you get it in a very very simple way, where it's just strobe strobe. Like it's a regular strobe. You're running through words very quickly, and the strobe is designed to distract you from actually reading. It's to fuck your mind up from actually reading what you're trying to read, because it's going so quick you can't read it, and so your mind is gonna you're just gonna fucking shut down. Or you're going to stop, or you're going to just be prepared for what's coming next. But, I think that all throughout this movie, you kind of get lost in all of that strobe. It's like, it's it sort of symbolizes the void that you go into as your, you know, first person, this soul, or this guy, or this, you know, mind out of body sort of deal. Or this dream, is because, you know, that could easily be, you know, the sort of... You know, premise that you get is that this was all his hallucinogen or whatever but after the dude goes into kind of this you know drug induced hallucination the movie kicks off and you kind of get lost in this void of the character's mind you get lost you you notice there's like this hole he's trying to fill and whether it's girls whether it's sex whether it's drugs whether it's money you're kind of along for the ride where there's not really any any plug for that hole there's it's all just like yep keep going nothing has actually changed nothing is is like giving me this giant revelation that i as a you know as oscar feel like i need to come to grips with what we eventually learn is his life um the cinematography is incredible and the direction is even better because there's only so much cinematography in this. The rest is effects, but the mm. effects are like direction kind of 
flying you over cities and flying you over pieces of Tokyo and showing you different things along the way, showing you a stairwell, showing you sort of this person crying on a bench or something like like really, really well done. But it there were so many effects in this, but they were all like kind of flying over a city or you know, following a taxi or something like that. They were all really well done, but aren't effects for effects sake are all effects that obviously the director said, you, I need this you sort couldn't of do look. it. Like feasibly you couldn't do yeah. it, so he had to do it that You way. couldn't put a crane really well that's high enough on no. top of a truck that can drive fast enough to get some mm. of these shots. No, but well done. So so well done. Um, I will also say that some movies have the ability to kind of take you away, take you out of reality for a couple hours. Um, they're transformative. They kind of you come out of them making you know feeling a little different. Like maybe Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. You came out of there and you're like, whoa, I kind of feel refreshed because like we got refreshed. It's a new start. All this stuff. This movie feels like you're fucking being hypnotized. <laughs> like, it's beyond that. It's not like two hours and you're done. It's like two hours and you got a week's worth of therapy to go to mm-hmm. because you've been hypnotized and this takes you places with some of the most powerful visuals that I've seen that you can't go in a movie where people are just, there's dialogue. Like, you can't go to these places in a Woody Allen movie. You can't go to these places in a Quentin Tarantino movie. As many places as they may take you, they're all real. They're all, like, very cut and dry. Like, yep, this is happening to these people, not to me. This movie fucking gets inside your head. Because you get inside the character's head. Yeah, it's It says, all right, this is the time that you're going to go and commit this evil act. Or you're going to go and see this evil thing. And now you, as an audience member, because you are the fucking eyeballs, have to deal with this. Because of how just... I mean, I don't. You kind of have to watch it to almost. You get a weird feeling, like yeah. you get a feeling where you're, you're being, someone's holding the back of the back of your head, and your eyeballs, they're forcing your eyelids open to watch this. Where if you were to see the exact same thing from a third person, like if you were to watch another movie and it was like. Charlie Bronson runs into a room and it's the same exact shit happening. You don't feel the same right. way. You feel like this is happening directly to you and someone's forcing your eyeballs open and you have to watch what's happening. Yeah. And you feel a little bit more violated than you necessarily would in another movie. And that's how this mind fucks the shit out of your butthole. <laughs> this mind fucks your butthole. Um, last thing I will say is that this this is like it because I, I saw Irreversible and it's still one of my favorite like weird movies to like. I shouldn't like it. It should be one of those. Uh, it's but it's so well. This is like the de-evolution. You're watching the de-evolution of humans after trauma. You're watching what happens after trauma, but also you're watching sort of the idea of what happens nature versus nurture, like. If you if your parents die and you are just put into this traumatic experience, how are you going to come out? You're going to come out like this guy, Oscar, who has no feelings, who has no ups or downs other than the drugs that he takes. You have the sister who has no ups or downs except, except the ups that she feels when she's getting attention because she's a stripper. It's like those weird sort of things, those like really big topics... That are just complete 
Mind fucks. Oh, but I loved it. I loved every fucking minute of it in a really, really weird way. I hated it initially. This was the the epitome of every movie I've ever hated. Right away. Like, I was like, I don't like this because it's all flashy. And I feel like I'm going to throw up because yeah. things are moving. I feel like it's being John Malkovich. They're redoing something that was horrible. And then 10 minutes hit, and I was like, I can't stop watching. I can't close my eyes. This movie's crazy. So it was within 10 minutes of the movie where my entire opinion changed. And this movie was fucking amazing. I can't say a bad thing about this film. Uh, You said you did a complete synopsis of the film, and I can't say anything else. Spoiler alert! Yeah, no... Uh, there's nothing else I can say, but except for the fact that my complete opinion, the credits initially was like, flash, flash, Fuck flash, 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 and I was like, ah, <laughs> ah, I don't, I don't know. And that's what was going through my brain was, I don't like this. My head hurts. It puts you on edge immediately. Yeah. You, like I, you were like, "Fuck, I want to turn." I, I felt punch someone. Like I felt through the entire movie. Have you seen... You've seen Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. But I feel super tense. Yes, yes. And I felt really tense watching just the credits. And I was like, if this is how the movie's going to be, I can't <laughs> do this. And then when I found out we were first person, I still felt really tense. Like, I don't yeah. like being a first person in a film because we can't... Con- like. You can't. I can't control. You can't, you can't control back. on a film, but you're not stepping away. Yeah. You're force-fed shit, and you're feeling like it's happening to you because it's first person. Yeah. And after a second, after you started smoking crack or whatever the fuck you were smoking, yeah, I started to relax, and it was weird. Like I started to associate him smoking whatever drug he was smoking with me relaxing, and then after that, I was I was open to whatever the fuck happened. And it was, it was fucking weird, like, tense, 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 up until he started doing drugs, and I was like, okay. Because you yeah. were doing drugs, kind of, I was right? doing, technically, I was, do, not technically, <laughs> technically, like, I was doing heroin over here, but then. Like, if no. you were looking through his eyeballs, yeah. you were doing drugs. We were doing drugs. Right. And then there was that sequence of all these, like, flashing lights and the sequence of, like, we weren't in his. We were in his head, but we weren't in the real life. We were yeah. just in his hallucination. So we were doing this. All these flashing lights, all these movements, all these like cinematography that wasn't real. And we were watching right. it. And like, okay, we're gonna feel like we're on drugs watching this. And then we get a phone call, and we get a phone call, and it's from his buddy. He's like, "Come to the bar." And we feel. I kind of felt drowsy with him. Like, yeah. fuck, I wouldn't want to get up. He doesn't want to get up. I wouldn't want to get up. If I'm high on weed or whatever, even drinking, I don't want to get up and meet my friends. I'm I'm done for the night. And he kind of forced himself up, and I could associate with that, and then we got splashed water on our face. That's what I would do. His buddy came. Everything progressed from there. I could kind of relate. Like, I've never felt... I haven't smoked crack, so I can't really relate <laughs> to what the fuck he was smoking. But you can kind of associate... You know, how you felt in the past with his certain situation. And from there, I just kind of let everything happen. And that's... I I don't know. I really enjoyed the rest of the 
the film and the, the ride, I, I associate it to a ride because that's really what it was. It was a ride for me. Like, it wasn't like watching Bruce Willis shooting someone in the face and, like, you know, crashing a car into a helicopter. It, was, it wasn't an action film. It was, right. I'm sitting with this guy and he and I are going to hold hands and we're going to just do this together. And we're going to become his sister's baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. From the onset, that's what you guys are yeah, going to do. He and I, we're just going to grab hands and we're going to just dive into her uterus. <laughs> but it was neat. Like, it was cool. It was a cool experience for a film. You don't get it ever. Like, I've never felt like that. Like, being John Malkovich... Malkovich. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Being John Malkovich, you get... That first person view, but it's not even close to being the same thing. Not, not even, even close. Like, but this was really, really fun to experience. But it was a mind fuck in the, in, like, it, <laughs> it so was. It, it's just things you wouldn't want to experience as a person. Like you're experiencing them. Yes, I'm holding hands with a guy that's experiencing Diving into it. the uterus. We're going into this, but <laughs> I don't want to. Do, I don't, ugh, I'm really yeah. hesitant, but you're forcing me into it, and we're doing it. I'm kind of clenching my my jaw, and we're all just not happy, and we're going to go, though. We're doing it. And that's kind of how the whole film is, is you're just not super psyched about what's happening, but you're, fuck it, you're going with it. That's so true. That might be a better, in two minutes, a better synopsis of the movie than I fucking gave in 48 minutes of just bullshitting. <laughs> I'm going to say this for myself. I just got my mind blown. Oh, my God. So, we're not even going to rate this thing. I don't think we can rate it. It's an experience that really you is. haven't had if you haven't seen it. And that's just all there is to it, I feel like. Um, so, I guess... Are, are we done? So I feel like we're never going to be done. It's still going to be I deep inside going. my brain. I can keep going. But no, I think that's a good enough synopsis. You gave your opinion and I gave yeah. mine. And we're good enough. All right, cool. So let's go over just briefly what what else we've watched. Let's try and take our mind away from this mindfuck. Okay. What else we watched. And then uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll go over our top fives, which I can't imagine this doesn't show up on. This has so, to. Uh, all right, so you first. What did you watch? Only God Forgives. What's that? Which is the new Ryan Gosling movie with the director of Drive. No? It was alright. Yeah? It's like Drive in Taiwan. Okay. That's essentially it. That's all you can say. It's can, pretty... they make, can they make Drive like the first 15 minutes and then just make the rest like that? Like the first getaway scene, he actually drives. Can we make it like that? Yeah. Because that'd would, be cool. No. <laughs> no. It was alright. Like, yeah. it was pretty short. It was not what I was expecting, but it's worth a watch. Um, I watched Dread. Wait, the new Judge Dread? <laughs> like the remake? Yes. Would it go on your top five worst remakes list? No. Actually, Ooh. this one is better than the original. You think so? I, wow. Have you seen it? No. No. <laughs> it's be- it's better because the original was fucking horrible. Well, that's true. Uh, but does this have Stallone in it? No. Well, it's probably thank, better then. Thank fucking God. Yeah, it's probably better. Uh, I watched The Long Way Around. I don't know if it's the... I wouldn't call it a documentary, but it's a, a show where Charlie something so-and-so and Ewan McGregor 
just drive around the world and it's like 20,000 miles on their BMW motorcycles. motorcycles that they got for free assholes yeah they go through checkpoints the book's good too I've, I haven't seen the movie but I read the book the book's good hey guys book's good I mean book's good it was okay but the Charlie guy's voice really drove me nuts but is it actually him yeah no no it's a right. film of that I'm a, never gonna see it you document every part I have of my the own trip. I have my own thought of what his voice sounds like sounds like he'd ruin it I'm gonna make him sound better than he actually says. It him. sounds like he's yeah. a huge pussy in real life. Well, no, it's not actually. Easy. That's kind of what I get in my brain too. It's not that they're pussies. It's just his voice is, and he goes no, 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 no a lot, and you're like, okay, shut the fuck right, up. I don't want to hear you, man. You're trying to yeah. make a goddamn documentary. You're getting paid for it's, this, you asshole. It's it was a television show, and now that they oh, are, worse. Yeah, it was a show. I was on okay. like uh, Discovery or whatever. BBC but, maybe. Yeah, maybe BBC. Probably. It was it was a television show. So there are episodes. There's nine episodes. They go around the world. Whatever. They made another one, Long Way Down, where they go from Scot- the tip of Scotland to South Africa. That's cool. They go to Cape Town. So it's the exact opposite. Same mileage. Yeah, it's just the... Same mileage, north-south instead right. of east-west. That's very cool. So it's pretty cool. Like, it's a good idea, but their voices, Ewan McGregor, I'll never watch new, another Ewan McGregor And movie. spoiler alert, the reason why I haven't seen a new Ewan McGregor movie is because he died along the way. <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got murdered in Sudan. I don't know if you guys knew that, but he's dead. He died in 19... You know, 2008. You know those, those oil field armies? Yeah, they got him. Because he was treading on their land. Yeah. yeah. They don't care. They got AK-47s. They're just like, bop, done, alright, <laughs> on to the next one. They didn't even fire around. They just threw a knife at him and he died. I don't know. He's such a pussy. Um, I watched the brass teapot, or the most, the most I could watch of the brass teapot. I don't know. Have you heard of it? I have not. So I heard of it because my girlfriend, her roommate, is yeah, brass. Um, no, she's brass. She's friends with the girl in the movie. <laughs> okay. So they told oh, me, they told cool. me about the movie, and I was like, okay, wonderful. I watched it, and I heard that. Did you watch it with Danielle? No, watched it alone. Okay. I heard it wasn't that good ahead of time. Uh, okay. They both told me it wasn't that good. <laughs> okay, uh oh. So the brass teapot. She was in it. Yeah. It, her oh, friend, friend was in it. It's not that it's that horrible. It, it's kind of funny. It's a cool concept I haven't really heard. But they get this brass teapot, and they're poor as shit. So they get the, the teapot, and somehow the girl finds out that she burns herself or something. Okay. And the teapot fills up with money. And she's like, oh. What? And she's like, what? what? How did the money get in here? And, and she somehow figures out that pain equates to money. So the whole movie is them just beating the fuck out of each other to get money. It's not a horrible concept. I didn't think it was as bad as they told me it would be. But that's that really what the movie is. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, so really... Chicks just beating the shit out of each uh, other and then money pops out? Yeah. <laughs> no, so the chick... And somehow Hasidic Jews uh, play into it. it. It comes into like Of course, they've been through history. so much pain. The Jews so love money. So much pain. They love the Jews pain. love money. But uh, tonight is Yashashana. Yash is it no, really? No, tonight is Yom Kippur. Is it really? Yes. Tonight? Yeah, Yom Kippur. Oh. I was supposed to have Yom Kippur dinner tonight. Because I'm Jewish. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you guys knew. Kasepski, a very Jewish name. It's a very Polish Jewish name. <laughs> there you go. You laugh and I... I don't know if it is. Doesn't. We might it laugh. Doesn't. I don't know. I don't we know. Can, we could laugh. We could also edit in just sounds <laughs> saying, oh, yeah. That's My really last name is Goldman. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. But the movie is. I don't know. 
Not as bad as you thought. I hear you say not as bad as you thought it was going to be. They hyped it to be like the worst movie ever. I didn't think it was. All right. Well, I wouldn't watch it again, but it was. Ladies it was and okay. gentlemen, you heard it here first. Not the worst movie ever made. <laughs> uh, movies that I watched. I watched The Matrix. And the reason why I watched The Matrix is because Kirsten has never seen The mm-hmm. Matrix. Did it fuck her mind or no? <sighs> sure as hell fucked something. No, uh, huh? she actually fell asleep during the like explanatory part of that movie. You know, like when they go in and they say, "All right," and Neo's in. Yeah, he's like, "All right, I want to do it." He gets all out of the amniotic fluid and just sucked into. Okay, you're in the Matrix now. Let's start. You know, telling you what it's all about. Yeah, asleep. Really? So she didn't get all the backstory of like what it is, why it is. Why it's important, why your brain, you know, why your mind should be freed. But she woke up when uh, Morpheus and Neo were, you know, doing kung fu and shit. <laughs> so she got the cool parts. Her mind didn't get I fun. guess. And she's a self-proclaimed sci-fi girl. So she's seen every Star Trek out there. She's seen all the sci-fis out there. She fucking falls asleep to the Matrix. But she woke up. She got the, she got deja vu. She got all the, you know, obviously Agent Smith shit. She got, obviously, all of the, like, lobby, the bank lobby shit. So she got that. So it was, you know, it was one of those things where she was fine. She learned it. She got it. She understood, like, the 360 cam was the coolest back then. She understands why the Wachowskis now are so cool. Uh, but she fucking fell asleep to the best parts. Like, the parts that you need. Not the best parts. But the parts that you need to appreciate the best parts. Anyways. Um, I also watched Safety Not Guaranteed. Which is a movie that's on Netflix. I would recommend you watch it if you haven't already. Uh, it comes up. It's one of the most recent Netflix videos. but Or Netflix movies videos. Um, but it's got one of those... It's got one of the guys from... Uh, the New Girl. And so if you watch The New Girl, it's not Schmidt, it's not Winston, it's Nick. And so Nick is in this with the chick from Parks and Rec, Audrey something or other. Kind of Ron's assistant, kind of like down in the dumps girl, Andy's wife. Forget what her name is. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's fun. It's kind of a... a a romp, I would say. It's a rom-com, but it's it's actually pretty good. Uh, so I watched that. I watched Jeff Who Lives at Home, which I thought was fucking depressing as shit. I watched, well, it wasn't depressing as shit. It kind of redeemed itself, but in a cheesy way. Uh, I watched The Lincoln Lawyer, which Ooh. was great. Matthew McConaughey was pretty good. But I will say, I also watched Mud. And Matthew McConaughey is second to none in Mud. Mud is a little indie type of deal. I watched it on a plane coming back from the Virginia game, which I went to. Yeah. Which I got drunk on. Probably a couple times. Um, But I watched that. And Mud is good. You just have to. It's like two hours, and you have to endure the first hour and a half. But it pays off. Really? It's really slow, which is what you have to endure. Um, It's a very character-driven story. So that's why it pays off at the end, because the characters come together for all of these reasons. It's really, really good. It's just, if you're looking for something for an hour and a half, 
you're gonna have to sit through this. Yeah. But if you can, you know, if you're looking for something you can actually sit down and watch for two hours, this is a good one. Uh, also watched uh, End of Watch. Ooh, did you like it? Liked it. Yeah, liked it. You know, I liked first it the time most? seeing it. First time seeing it. You know, I liked it the most. Ending. Ending crushed it. Yeah. Won't give it away, but ending crushed it. Mm-hmm. Very gritty, very real, great ending. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. great ending. Yeah. Uh, lastly, I saw, and this is something, This is I, I feel like this is going to be a guilty pleasure. Now You See Me with you Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, 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 no, I have it on it, DVD. It was kind of fun. It. it was kind of fun. It's good? Yeah. Have you seen I it yet? I fucking hate that guy. Dude. No, I haven't seen Woody it. Woody Harrelson's good. Uh, whatever her name is from Wedding Crashers. I love she's, Woody Harrelson. She's good. Woody I don't Harrelson's know why good. I love Woody Harrelson. You know what you love then? Hunger Games, because he's best in Hunger Games. Have I you seen like Hunger Games? Movie. Yeah, I've seen But it. wasn't Woody Harrelson liked, great in that? Wasn't he great? He was actually good. He's, so he's great. good in every movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would recommend seeing Now You See Me, because it's just... The opposite of mud. It's like if you want an hour and forty-five minutes to just be like ha 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 ha, and then forget about it, that's the movie. All it's right. just it's just fucking fun. It's like guilty pleasure fun. Uh, it's like sounds like White Man Can't Jump, which I watched no. while we were gone. White Man Can't Jump, Boom. great movie, great Wonderful. movie. There's no snipes in this movie though. There's no Wesley Snipes is not part of the Magic Crew. I equate Wesley Snipes and MC Hammer as the same person. <laughs> Can't touch this, says the IRS. I don't know. To Wesley Snipes. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, that's what we watched. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to go get into our top five mind fucks. We'll see you soon. drinking all right it is time you know it's time i know it's time it is top five time top five we're going over is top five mind fucks those are movies that uh make your brain explode or make you go what the fuck at the end or give you this sort of a feeling So we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to give it to you first. All what right. is your top five mindfucks? My top five. My number five of my top five mindfucks is not because it's a typical mindfuck. It's only because it fucked me up. Yeah. Kids. Yes. I've heard. I've never seen it. My dad told me it would fuck me up, though. So essentially, this movie was for... Kids in the 90s, their parents wanted them to watch this movie because you wouldn't ever want to have sex again. So I watched this film when I was in high school. And I had sex young-ish. And I didn't ever want to have sex after I watched this. Haven't had sex again. I have not had (laughs) sex since this movie. So the movie, uh, it basically is of a kid with... AIDS. He's HIV positive. And then there's a girl who he's given AIDS and she just finds out. So it, the movie is this kind of race against time 
between this girl and this guy and she's trying to prevent him from giving AIDS to anybody else and he's trying to fuck whoever the fuck <laughs> is in front of him. So that's what the whole movie's about and it's about this kid Telly who's just like I'm gonna have sexuals with whomever I can and this other girl's what like an asshole. please don't because I ha- I'm gonna die in three years because of you. And it fucks with you. Wow. This is before magic beat AIDS. He's it's still just, beating AIDS to this day. I thought he's he beat owning it the Dodgers and beating AIDS. I thought he beat it already. I thought he's only. I, was I it think he was HIV beat? positive. I don't know if it was. I thought beat. he had HIV, but he wasn't positive. <laughs> what? I, I thought did he not beat know it. that. I thought money beat Magic it. Magic has fucking beat AIDS. I honestly thought he beat it. Was you that might, not a real thing? You might. You might. I don't know one way or the other. Okay. Either way, he beat it. And <laughs> that's what the whole... Either way, he beat it. Yeah. One way or the other. Whichever He's if he beat it or probably beat it, beat it. He beat it. I'm positive I'm right. I'm You're, HIV, HIV positive I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> the, this one, it's not a mindfuck like a traditional mindfuck movie, but this is a mindfuck in the film. In, in, in the way that I'm going to show it to yeah. my kids. Are you kidding it sounds like a mindfuck, like you'd never want to have sex again. Yeah, you, you watch the Sexuals. film and you're like, oh my god, everyone has AIDS, and that's your first thought, is everyone's going to give you AIDS. Don't look at your friends, nothing, just hang out in your house because you don't want to touch blood or spit or whatever the fuck gives you AIDS. Um, sexuals. Se- Unprotected sexuals. Sexuals will give you AIDS. Ugh. But that's, the only reason it was a mindfuck was because of that. Yeah, and it, my it, parents it's told me you not to have sex until then. My parents told me not to watch it, and I haven't had sex since. It's fucked up my entire life. <laughs> God Hence, damn it! I'm mind fuck. God damn it! Great advice, mom and dad. <laughs> you assholes. You yeah. said don't, and you knew I would. You yeah. should have said go watch this, and Tyler would have gone ah fuck that. My that mom sounds likes stupid. That. that that sounds like Fern Gully. <laughs> no. Fern Gully. We should watch that next time. We should top top five animated movies uh, have we, we done that I think we have you guys are bitches top five movies set in forests that might be a good category can't think of one Fern Gully besides Fern Gully Fern Gully 2 <laughs> Fern Gully 2 The uh, Rundown uh, <laughs> <laughs> top five movies that kinda take place in a forest Lord of the Rings Return a, of the Jedi. They walk through trees and st- the such. forest planet of Endor. God damn it! Takes place. Oh, it's on the can't touch list. Oh god. All right, okay. we're not doing that top five, you assholes. Uh, all right, my number five. For the same exact reason as you, man. For the same exact reason as you, that the mind fuck was because I was fucked. The Truman Show. Oh. I honestly still to this fucking day have little weird like deja vu moments or coincidences where I'm like is someone orchestrating this shit? I look around is anyone looking at me? Is anyone looking at me? People are fucking looking at me all the time. <laughs> no but seriously this this like it was one of those movies where it was the first to put that sort of idea in my head to say what if you weren't in control of what you were doing? 
What if you were just a puppet to like this grand scheme and there were people outside these walls that were like Ed TV kind of, but on a much creepier scale because you didn't know. Yeah. It's like, what if people were just watching you? The original reality TV. Like, what if? And I always, I still, I swear to God, still to this day, I'll have those what if moments. Like, what if this is a Truman Show? I'll just kind of look around. I'll be like, what if this is a Truman Show? What if this is like the Kevin Regan Show? And I'll look and I'll, this is a pretty good place for it. Like, this is a nice setting. What the fuck? And then, you know, but that, that movie really, like, that's the first and only movie I can ever point to that makes me question whether what I'm doing is real or not. And it still does. And it was supposed to be a fucking movie with a comedian in it. God damn it. It was like one of his first, like, actual dramatic roles. And I'm still fucked. Jim, I'm still fucked, man. So that's my number five, Truman Show. Jim Berlin. Just because that's the one that, personally, just like you put personally, mm-hmm. personally has just wrecked my mind, has raped it for years. Yeah. My number four, uh, and this, this is going to be kind of a, uh, a trend, but number four is Inception, and it's a little bit of a placeholder for the Chris Nolan movies like Maddie C. did. Uh, Inception, I think, is the quintessential one because it came all out of his mind, first of all. He thought the whole thing up. He wrote the entire script. and But, like, Memento was the same sort of mindfuck type of deal. Um, it's it's that movie that you go back to, and it's, it's the most linear mindfuck movie that I have on my list, where it is actually walking you through a mindfuck. Mm-hmm. It is fucking your mind, and it's telling you it's doing so. So, I mean, I think we've talked about Inception plenty on this podcast. We've talked about it where it's, you know, you go a dream inside a dream inside a dream. I think culturally we've started to say, like, that's Inception, man. Like, holy shit, you just went in that taco? That's like a taco Inception, man. Like, you just put a taco inside a taco. And shit like that, even though I've never said that until now. But... It's one of those things where it's like a phenomenon that your mind has never thought about that before. Meaning, you wrapped your mind around it. You, It was inside your mind. It fucked your mind. It fucked your mind. It was inside your mind. Think about that. Think about that. Think about it. It was inside your mind, Tyler. It was. Think about this. Many times. Think about this. Random stranger. Random stranger, it was it was inside your mother's mind. Twice. What do you it, think? It's about? been in in in. It's out. been inside your mom. In, ah! in Anyways. and out of your mom. Anyways, number four, Inception, mind. which is a placeholder for Christopher Nolan. Go. Oh, motherfucking. <laughs> uh, I wanted to put Vanilla Sky on mine, and the only reason because. I found out it's a remake, which in itself is a mind fuck. <laughs> Boom! I didn't know it was a remake. Did anyone out there know it was a remake? Yeah. I didn't know it was a remake. So, give it another one. Vanilla Sky is a remake of Open Your Eyes, which is a Spanish film with Penelope Cruz in it. Boom! What? She's in both. What? 
What? Oh my god. Uh, That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty believable. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> what? I, I can't click the buttons. Uh, but, no, um, I, that film, I keep calling it, it's a movie. I don't want to call it a film. It's not very great in any way. It's cool to watch with the fact that it's like kind of inception but to the first level where it's uh real life but it's really a dream and you you're kind of playing around with the fact that it real life can be a dream or a dream can be real and you don't know which which is which but is you which you can control it in some way you can control it yeah a lucid aspect yeah. yeah 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 so the dream isn't in our real life, it the dream is not controlled by us necessarily. It's right. a dream. Like, great, we don't have any control. We're gonna get shot by a wizard. Which God I, damn it! That, it's a reoccurring how dream. How did you know that? I get shot in the face by a wizard. Ah, um, that but, fucking guy. Yeah, the, this always gets away. <laughs> this thought of a lucid dream where you can just say, "I'm gonna go fucking do this," or "I'm gonna do yeah. this." And you don't realize it as a viewer of this entire sequence until you kind of get thoughts of it through the film where, you, you know, he drives his car out into the road like he had before, the day before, when he wasn't dead or in a dream. <laughs> and there were people out there, and he picks up his buddy. And the next day, there's no people. And you're like, oh, that's weird, but I don't know what to think of it. And you kind of keep going through this whole scenario of, I don't know what to think of this, I don't know what to think of this, until the end of the film where he's like, there's something about cats, and uh, maybe we'll meet up in the next life with our cats, or whatever the fuck <laughs> he says. But it's, you find out it's a dream, and he's been, he prepaid to be in this sequence of, I'm going to be asleep because my face is fucked up and I'm going to sleep until you can figure out how to fix my face because I'm rich as shit. Um, and that's kind of sad in the whole film where this woman loves him and that's the only reason I liked it is because there's this essence of being really sad to it where this woman loved him and he chooses to be vain rather than being right. with this woman. She doesn't give a shit what the fuck he looks like. She loves him and he goes... I'm going to wait until science can fix me to look what I used to look like. And he chooses that route. where, And then they put him in this lucid dream where he just dreams about her. By the time he wakes up, she's dead. Guaranteed she's dead. So it's kind of this sad mindfuck where yeah. you don't realize it until the... You kind of get hints of it throughout the film, but you don't really completely realize it until the end of the movie where he's chosen to be away from the love of his life just because he's fucking vain. And that's... I don't know. I, I put that there, and it, it fucked with me. It didn't really fuck with me. Like, kids fucked with me. Like, I didn't really give a shit after I watched it. But it's kind of a cool experience to feel, yeah. like, while you're watching it. Like, I don't think of Vanilla Sky as a great cinematic event or, like, anything great about that film happened, but that movie sticks with me throughout the last couple of years like i yeah. i bought the movie when it came out and i just keep going with it i'll watch it and keep watching it and just i really enjoy the experience of why the fuck are you doing this and i relate i don't really relate with it but i kind of i don't know i see what he's doing and i don't know it's not it's a mind fuck 
to an extent for the first time you're watching it, and after that, you're just kind of, I don't know, you go along for the ride. Yeah. You can enjoy I it. I own it. Yeah, I own it. And I, it's it's a weird character study yeah. of, like, someone that you kind of keep wanting to understand, yeah. but will never really understand, because you're not that person, because yeah. you're not as vain, or will ever be as vain, as that sort of a... And you'll never be in that situation, theoretically, because... You're not going to get your face burned off and then say, fuck you, I don't want to see anyone until my face is fixed. Yeah. You know, so it's it's yeah. interesting that, uh, that's a good pick, though. Yeah. I like that. And, I mean, who, there's a, like you said at the, at the very end, it's like, who doesn't own that and kind of watch it again, whether they admit it or not? I'm a little ashamed. Like, it's weird I'm ashamed of owning it because it's not... <laughs> And people, I'm like, oh, I like, you can't like Vanilla Sky. No one likes Vanilla Sky. Like, sure. if you talk to your friends, they're like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And you were to say Vanilla Sky, <laughs> they, like, they, they'd punch you in the fucking the? throat. <laughs> yeah, so, I like it in that aspect of you don't really. You don't tell your friends you, you like don't. it, but then It's a like mind it. fuck because you don't <laughs> tell your friends. <laughs> Oh, yes! Beautiful! Yeah. So, nailed it. Next one on the list. Hold on, I gotta do one. Gotta do that real quick. I didn't... What? I just cracked one. I didn't do it in front of the mic. That's That's alright. You you don't have to... My B. (laughs) My B. Shit. Alright, number Uh, three. I'm gonna say Inception. Yeah. You kind of went through a good synopsis, but Inception fucked with my face. <laughs> fucked me in the face. Face fuck. Bah, uh, bah, bah. And you're right in saying Inception becomes a term of everyday... It's like an everyday <laughs> terminology yeah. where someone was like, oh, did you put someone on hold on your phone? But then you called somebody else and you were like all Inceptionized and you were like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, totally, it's called, yeah. It's like total... Phone Inception, man. Yeah. Were you inside a phone call? Inside a fucking phone call? Yeah. That's That inception. just fucking happened, That's man. That's Inception. No. Uh, that happens every day at work. <laughs> it does. But now it's got a name. And it's called Inception. Did you Inceptionize that bitch at uh, Audi of Valencia? Yeah, I did. We totally... A fucking Inception. Inception in itself sounds dirty as shit. Like... <laughs> I incepted uh, her. Alright, me and that girl totally inceptioned. <laughs> what? That does sound pretty dirty. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we just we inceptioned. <laughs> so it's just, it's on my list. You just inceptioned the deal. And then I felt kinda mind fucked through the film. Like it was like it like I could grasp what was going on, but at the same point, I couldn't. <laughs> it was still one of those movies where you go, at the end of it, you go, I feel like I, but what? I have to watch that again. It, it so like then you so go watch it again, and then you're like, all right, I kind of get it better. And it then was, you're like, how about again? And, and then you get Inceptioned by Inception. Uh, Inception. You watch a movie within a movie. Within my butt. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Did you guys hear that? Uh, I hope not, because that's no. embarrassing. That Tyler watches <laughs> movies in his butthole on the lawn every every Sunday at 5 p.m. Come watch. It's crazy. Movies in the butthole. 
<laughs> Bring popcorn. Tickets it's are crazy. Free. Food trucks will be outside. <laughs> Movies in the food. middle. We'll give away prizes like poop. <laughs> poop. Poop on hot dog buns. Poop. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's the. <laughs> That's a movie I'll keep watching, and I will oh, keep yeah. watching forever oh, because yeah. that I like it that much. Where I own, you can always read into other aspects of the movie where yep. you like. There's some points in the movie where you don't know if it's you're in a in a dream, and that's what I like about it. Obviously, everyone likes that about it. At the end of the movie, he comes home. You don't know if it's real or not. You and that's the, the that's the mind fuck to everybody yep. is oh I don't know if this is real or not but you have to think of the whole movie is is any of this fucking real right has any could just of be this a dream. it could, could just all be, a, be dream. a dream this and you, you don't get any answers in the movie and that's what I really like about it is they don't tell you shit the whole movie could just be this guy dreaming this fat motherfucker that just played PlayStation all night asshole he has Complete a dream asshole. wakes up next to his dog and that's it that's and then he goes, Dude, I got a great oh idea God. for a screenplay. Dude. But I'm never going to write it because I need chilies right now. I need some chilies. Dude, that could just be it. That could literally be the explanation for the movie, but we don't know. But goddamn, how annoying would that be? If we're all in love with yeah. this movie, that a fucking guy who loves chilies. Well, that's what they Fat dude who played a video game and then fell asleep for chilies. They don't give you the ending. I could come up... You and I could come up with some sort of mindfuck movie where we don't give you the ending. And it just keeps mind-fucking. I mean, yeah, but it wouldn't make our list. So I feel like it wouldn't be as good. It could Let's be. Let's do it. Let's do no, it. No, we could try to write some sort of crazy screenplay. We're going to write a mind fuck movie. Where some dick goes inside of another thing and dicks come out. I don't know why dicks are involved. I'm sorry. but So can we go back real quick <laughs> to our review of Enter the Void? There yeah. was literally a scene in this movie... Where you were inside the vagina and there was a cock thrusting no, he, into you. He comes out of the dick. He becomes a semen, comes out of the dick, looks back, he came, and there's a cock. They came. Then, so, if you are the camera, let's just think about this. If you are the camera, you're inside the vagina, but you're watching a dick thrust at you. Then the dick comes and you turn 180. No, he's and come. And you start riding the come down. Oh, my God. No, he came out in the semen. Yeah, but we were we were watching it come out. I thought we watched it. We were it coming out. We might have been. We might have been it coming out. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was a mind fucking itself. If you saw that scene on YouTube, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" No, because that exact Animated same scene going into a vagina. That exact same scene came in look the beginning of Look Who's Talking. But I will say, I will say. You know, I acknowledge what I just said. Look who's talking. That exact scene. Yeah, it did. The exact same scene. That was who was talking. Yeah. That was he who. He came out and it turned into who was, talking. was talking. Yeah. No. It was him who was talking. This movie leads into look who's talking. <laughs> oh my God. My number one is now look who's talking. Huh? <laughs> All right. Huh? I'm gonna get into my that was enough. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get into my number three. <laughs> uh, Look who's talking is this whole thing. It's a prequel. It's unbelievably oh my god prequelish. Perfect. Uh, my number three. It was actually mentioned a little bit earlier on the show because someone on uh, Facebook had mentioned it. It is Eraserhead. 
And the reason it is Eraserhead, if you have seen Eraserhead, there is no logical reason why this move was ever made, or, spoiler alert, why there is a little alien baby that comes out of this chick. Eraserhead is one of David Lynch's, what I understand, like, film school movies. So it's set in one room. It's got a few people. And what I think it is, it's his film school movie actually with sort of a budget. So they were able to light it and shoot it and all this stuff. But it's still a very, very low budget. And what it is, is this guy who I, I guess we'll call Eraserhead that comes in. His hair is all, you know, up in a... As if he put his finger in an electrical socket. And so he comes in and he's like, oh, you know, I just want to see this person. And, you know, they're all in one room and she's pregnant and we learn that it's his. And then this little monster comes out. Like this little fucking squid monster. Not human at all. And so he's like, well, taken aback. He doesn't, I don't think anyone speaks the entire movie, by the way. I think it's a silent film. And this little fucking rodent thing, squid monster, is like being cared for like it's a regular thing. But like the way that he shoots it and the way that they kind of, the facial expressions, the way they hold on his face for a while, it's just, it's so unsettling. And so you get this idea like, wait, this is a normal family, but they have this weird, like, alien squid baby. It's like, what the fuck? And then you get the... It's like, the whole thing. And so, this is sort of my placeholder as well for David Lynch, because David Lynch could be all over this. And as we alluded to before, you don't want to over-lynch a list. I mean, Mulholland Drive could be on here. Inland Empire could be on here. All these different things could be on here. Ugh, man. David Lynch is just a weird dude, and so I want to do... Uh, but I think I think Eraserhead is the weirdest, most mind-fucking movie that he's done. It's maybe the most simple. It's maybe the, the one that has the least production value, but it's just so fucking weird. Um, I'll go on my, my number two. Uh, Tyler will know what this is. Everyone will know what this is, because we talked about it. The game? It is Antichrist. Antichrist. It is Antichrist, my friends. Dick smashing, leg drilling a fucking solder wheel into or whatever. Uh, random bodies appearing as Willem Dafoe limps out of the thing. Uh, gorgeous first scene, I must say. Gorgeous, actually gorgeous movie by Lars von Trier. Gorgeous movie. But what a mindfuck because... If not exactly the reason, because it looks so good. It just, it is so, fuck, it just, I still to this day cannot get that out of my mind. And we watched it, what, like a month, two months ago? And I still, I still daily think about Antichrist and how fucking weird it is. And whenever someone goes, what movie should I watch? I go, Antichrist, it'll fuck you up. You tell people that? Yeah. It's horrible. I do. Well, I tell them it'll fuck you up. So I give him kind of a precursor yeah. a little bit. But that, I mean, I don't think that needs any more explanation. That's my number two. Um, Tyler, what is your number two? Uh, same thing. 
Antichrist? God, it's so fucking crazy. It's so... Uh, it makes my dick small and hurt real bad. Uh, it's the point where, like, I don't know if I blacked out, but I don't remember the ending. Yeah, because you got film. your dick smashed so bad by this right. chick who... Oh, oh it's visually abusive. It will... Fuck... Oh, my... Ugh. I can't even talk about it. It's horrible. Yes. Where the point, it, it goes to the point where I can't remember how it ended. Yeah. For the life of me, you've told me how it ended. He walks I, out amongst bodies. I don't remember that. Ugh. I cannot remember that. Ugh. To the, like, that's just how the film is. I cannot remember how the fuck it ended because it's so fucking crazy. Um, I mean, I've, I, I can't really equate it to any other thing I've ever watched. No, you can't. And that's part of the deal that it gives is like, hey, I'm Lars von Trier. I'm gonna fuck your life up. Yeah. Forever. I've seen fuck. You'll never unsee. That's like one of those things where you go, what can't you unsee? That. Yeah. That movie you will never unsee. You'll never forget that movie. Ever. Like, that movie goes along with, I've been to the Museum of Death. That's right. Which is fucked up place. Like, you get to see some fucked up shit. This movie somehow is not real, but goes in with that experience. Where I've seen some fucked up shit. Great. I've seen a fucked up movie, and I don't understand why it's affecting me so much. And I... Yeah. That movie's... It is fucked, I hate it to that. It's funked. It's funked, and it's fucked. I said funked. That... That... That movie like, had me fucking reeling for days. I don't like that mind fuck. I don't like it. I don't. I'm not a fan. Well, you just got mind fuck. I will tell people about it all day. But I will. Oh my I will god! Cry. It is. I will. I will cry about. But that. see, you're torn though, because I I just was about to say I will never watch it again. That's I'll watch a lie. It again. I'll probably That's watch a lie. It again. I will probably watch it again because I don't know what happened. I need so, to watch it again. But I'll watch it because it looks so great. It's visually. I've never really seen great. a child the jump out scene. of a window in such beauty. The opening scene. It kind of reminded me of the Omen. That's the mm-hmm. thing I said when we first started watching. It. I was yep. like, "This is like the Omen, kind of." And it really was beautiful. And the whole movie is what happened visually that, appealing. Though? A little bit different than the Omen. I felt, pain. and that's a lot of sarcasm. I felt in my voice actual there. pain throughout the film. I told you my dick got small and it went up in me. Dude, we, I can't even. T- I'm gonna puke. Like, All right, I what's your number one? I can't even talk about penises. What's your number one? <laughs> can't even talk about penises. Yeah, right. You can talk about penises all day, asshole. Dude, Enter, Enter the Void is not on my list. Okay. Though I really want it to be. Okay. My number one is kind of a fucking cop out. Can Give you guess me. what it is? Uh, cop out. It's a cop out, and it's um, not a mind fuck. Wait, you've uh, you've already said I actually have them here. So I try and it's is it Fight Club? No. Okay, good. It's not Vanilla Sky. It's not Inception. It's not uh, Antichrist. I would have I would have ventured to bet it would have been Antichrist. So something is a bigger mindfuck than Antichrist. It's not a bigger mindfuck. No, I cannot guess. What is it? The usual. 
I'll be honest, that movie fucks every single mind that has first seen it. Every single mind. And I'm probably, kind of ashamed. I'm weirded out by putting it as my first because I've seen bigger movies that have mentally fucked with my head and I've thought about them longer than this film. But The Usual Suspects is my number one just because it's an enjoyable experience. Um, <laughs> you need some fucking rhyme or reason to this list. This list could take us down a rabbit hole that no one wants to yeah. go down. There, usually a mind fuck movie will fuck with you in a way you don't want to be necessarily fucked with. So it makes you feel uncomfortable, and that's why it's a mind fuck. True. The usual suspects fucks with you at the end, but the most of the movie, even at the end, it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. Like nothing about this movie makes you feel uncomfortable. But you watch the entire movie; it's a movie, and it's got all these guys in it, and it's nothing really unusual about it you're just oh yeah this is fun a usual new <laughs> like movie experience right. and at the end you're like that guy was kaiser sose no that, that's the only mindfuck part where he he's limping and then he stops limping and that's the only thing at the end is you're like shit how did i not see that coming and that's the only thing that fucks with your head is why didn't i see it and what did they feed me that I didn't see that coming. That's but. the epitome of it, though. Because the mind... I mean, well, that's the epitome of one kind of mindfuck. Exactly what you're saying is you didn't see any of that coming. And then right when it ends, you go, holy shit, I have to watch that again. Because right. I have to look for those triggers. I have to see what I missed. Because I just got fucked. Right. Totally true. I don't, I don't think that should be... You should not be ashamed of that at all. I'm only be ashamed. ashamed because the rest of the list was an actual, like, dick in your ear. <laughs> like, well, hey, you're being you fucked in the it. head. You need to end it on something that was like... This is hey. like a happy note ending, right. where the rest was like a dick in your fucking mind, and you're being rammed in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel horrible about watching it, and you end it, you and you're like, feel- God damn it, I feel sick, but I want to watch it again. You're this- feel great about usual suspects. But you still want to watch it again. Yeah, at the end you're like, oh, those guys got me. But I kind of want to watch it again. It's like your mind got fucked, but he was wearing a condom. (laughs) It's no big deal. Let's do it again. All right. So let's take that condom off. My number one (laughs) is Enter the Void. Uh, I could not. I could not keep this off my number one. I, I could not. There was no way. Maybe you revisit this list and like, I don't know. Two years, three years, maybe I'll have a different There'll story. There's no possible way I could have left this off my number one. This, I I don't know if I've ever written notes in a critical drinking episode. This is extensive were this notes. fucking long. You have 2,000 words worth of notes. I have this, I can scroll my notes on an iPad. That's how big my notes, like, I... It's one of those things, though. It's it's My sort of four words long. it's <laughs> it's almost a another like I said another sort of cop out like you know placeholder. It's almost a gas at this point. It's a Gasparno placeholder yeah. because I've seen Irreversible, which going into this without seeing this movie would have been on my list because of how just unbelievably. Oh, I mean, we've watched it. You, the movies that make me squirm episode, 
Irreversible was on it, and I talked about that, and how just uncomfortable and unsettling and, like, the long takes that you get. And the same thing is true with this movie. The long takes that you get with just, like, not satisfying payoffs. You don't get any satisfaction out of any of this. But you watch it, and the weirdest part, and this is the reason why it's number one, is because, like I said earlier, I fucking loved it. I really like I That might be the biggest mindfuck, is that this is the weirdest shit I've ever seen, and I loved it. You, what is wrong with me? You heard me leaving work and telling what Sean... What is wrong with me? Wait and listen to how much I hate this movie. Yeah. I love this movie. Like, what the... That's, that's mind-fucking me right now, is... <laughs> is how I can love this movie while calling it the biggest mindfuck. It's... I don't know. I don't know, but it is. I... I hesitate to recommend this movie, but I want to recommend it so bad! You have to watch it. It's such a... <laughs> mindfuck! Oh, my God. So that's my number one, and it has everyone, to be. Everyone has to watch it. It has to be. Yeah. And I mean... Irreversible is great too. Irreversible is so fucking weird. Irreversible. I'm gonna have to watch all this guy's movies because he just does the weirdest shit the best. He does it so well. So well. Top. I don't even know if he's made five movies. Top, it's, That's a problem. Five. Has he made five? Two sure. top five. Because I would love to it's watch another one. Five. Whatever movie he hasn't made or he has made and I haven't seen, I want to watch it. Okay. Oh my god. Um, so honorable mentions. That was yeah. our top five. Yeah. So hey, before we go into honorable mentions, agree or disagree, hit us up on Facebook, criticaldrinking.com slash Facebook Facebook.com slash critical drinking. Uh Instagram.com slash critical drinking. Alright, Tyler, honorable mentions. Uh, I've got several, actually. Which is weird. Identity being one of them. That's a good one. Not much of a mind fuck, really. You kind of come to the end, you're like, oh, that happened. Oh my god. Oh, all, all five people were Kevin one person. Cusack. Yeah. So. You son of a bitch. Yeah. John Cusack being a movie, you can't be John much. John Cusack. Did you say Jane? You said Kevin Cusack. Kevin Cusack. Don't worry about it. John Cusack me. being a movie, it can't be that much of a mind fuck. True. The most mind fuck movie he's been in is Hot Tot Time. Oh, but that was so good. And it was on right before we trained, right before we did this. Uh, the other, I will mention it over and over and over in these, the game. It's, no, you don't, you don't you think know it's... You I fucking hate the game. No. Have you... We talked about Have this. you watched it? Yeah, we talked the about The entire this. thing? Yeah, we talked about yeah, this. I thought it was a mindfuck. It is, but it's so manipulative. It is so... I mean, I, I feel like I... I did talk about this because it was uh at length what was the yeah so manipulative it was like the whole thing was just a little play that you as an audience member weren't let into enough and so the payoff is like oh fuck you guys for 1998 that was a good movie you gotta think what's come out since then that's that's changing your perception of the film everything on my if, list right everything everything has list. come out since in 1998 Ooh. if you whoa. watch that whoa, film hold on you just mind fucked me right there right whoa how did i because everything on my list is better than the game but the game you is the, the best game of might its have time. Been. <laughs> boom again in All its right, time it. that movie would have fucked your fucking face off right Nineteen ninety eight. Now I'm not disagreeing. Now I am not disagreeing. Ninety eight. You got to think of the time. Like, 
in 98 when it came out there was nothing else like this like what else came out of it hook Ooh, hook hook so hook yeah no hook one knows so so Dustin Hoffman best hook wonderful love it but nothing else was out like that so it's true no you're right yeah, wow no one saw it coming you might have just changed the game right there you might have just changed the game no one saw it coming so in its time I thought it was a mind fuck alright now it might not apply that. as much, but I thought I, I still I like it as it more now than I berated it. Uh, have you seen Existence or Existence? No. Uh, it's a movie with some French people and some other guy. Uh, <laughs> I know, Sweet. I know who's in it, but essentially it's a what's his name? He's a famous actor. He played Alfie. Alfie. Uh, What's his name? Jean-Luc no. Picard. I wish. I wish it was that easy. Uh, he also played other things. He said sex with nannies, whatever. Ooh. He's British. Sex with nannies. Hugh Jackman. Whatever. So the movie is this woman... This woman creates a new platform for gaming. So it's like PlayStation, but it's... Uh, 3D. Okay. And you're, you put a helmet on, you play with this fucking machine that's like an actual hand. I don't know. Everything's like organic. Yeah. So the, even the machine is organic where it's like, you don't know if it's real or not. Not real or not, but it's it's like human flesh. Sure. It's fucking weird. But you play a game and the whole thing in the movie is you can't tell if it's, they're playing the game or they're not playing the game. Right. And, You'd have to watch it, but it, I can't really explain that. I've seen it What's years it called? ago. Existence. Because E X. The last one with the Z. Existence. Yeah, but it's like lowercase Z, capital X, capital right. Z. Um, it, it's one of fuck his name. Who played Alfie? Someone knows Alfie. Jean Depardieu. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Dude, so it reminds me of a book I recently read, and recently means like within the last two years. Ready Player One? Jude Law. Have you ever read that? His name is Jude Law. His name is Jude Law. Are you fucking serious? That's so French. Yeah. <laughs> That's so French. Jude Law is in the movie. <laughs> nope. But it reminds, me, it reminds me of a book I read called, called Ready Player One, where the exact same situation is playing out but it's playing out in a book and it's better i'm sure it's better the it's movie so much better. i watched but the came book out, came out in like 2005 this, this movie came out in 98 probably okay so it might have the book might have fucking cheated off of this movie could have but essentially these assassins are out to, to kill the game producer the woman that yeah. created this game wow very similar really not i mean continue sorry so they come after her, and you can't tell if you're, if these the woman and it's essentially Al, uh, Alfie. I keep trying. I keep trying. What, Jude, Jude Law, Law plays her intern. Oh, Alfie. Okay, I get, yeah, it, now. I get it now. Sorry. Yeah, he plays her intern, and yeah. essentially they're playing the video game, and you can't tell if they're in the video game or in real life. But these assess uh, these assassins are trying to kill her, and he's trying to protect her. That's awesome. And, uh, What's it called? Existence. Res- Existence. I think it's actually on Is it Netflix. French 
Or is no, it... No, it's in English. It's in English. It's just called Existence. And it's actually on Netflix right now. Fuck yeah. I will watch Go it. Go watch it, assholes. I'll watch it tonight. I don't remember it being that good, but I remember him pulling it, making a gun out of bones. Oh, fuck yeah. There's a gun, there's a bone gun. You make a bone spring? Like an, a and bone. shoot a, shoot a, bu- shoot a bone bullet? There's a bone gun and a Sick. bone bullet. Sick. I don't remember. No, but this, it. this book, Ready Player One, is very similar, where it's virtual reality. And you go in, and there's, like, this goal that one person has to achieve. Gamer? That, no, well, yes, but it's, it's like this idea where this game is being devised by someone, like a, a, a video game maker, mm-hmm. but this game is being devised to be the be-all, end-all of video games. And so this guy passes away, and this is, like, his crown jewel. So it's like, I'm leaving my fortune... To the winner of this game. And so like the nation. Like the world. Logs in and plays this game. So cool. It's totally fiction. It's written from what I understand. Pretty organically. So uh, it's called Ready Player One. I don't know the author's name. But it's awesome. Sean actually turned me on to it. Sean bought it for me. Sean Hecathorn everyone. Sean Hecathorn everyone. You, he asked you to uh, tell him how bad the movie was. You didn't do it. And then I gave him a shout-out for Ready Player One. Um, what other honorable mentions you got? Shutter Island. That's good. Yeah. That's quarter, sort of a mindfuck, but Scorsese gives it away too early. Yeah. He gives it away too early. It's not as much of a mindfuck as you think of mindfucks, but... Right. Well, at least it's not, not what we watched tonight, uh-huh. where our minds got fucking raped. Yeah, we didn't get raped, but it was... A, I might have gotten raped. It was great. You might have just been an innocent bystander. It was alright. I mean, Shadow Island was alright. What else you got? Uh, weirdly enough, Lucky Number Slevin made my list. I Not a mindfuck. You're just kind of like, oh, huh. At the end. Not a mindfuck, though. <laughs> so that's why I didn't make my list. It was, <laughs> a, it was a, uh-huh. Kind of ending, and you're like, oh, alright. Oh, I cool. can deal with that. Okay. All right. Cool. Good for him. So my mind is like still a virgin. You get kind of okay. twisted. You're like, oh, really? Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Cool. 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 All right. No big deal. Uh, pie was on here too. I've not seen that yet. Uh, I'm. I don't even know if I can. It's Aronofsky, it. right? Yes. Aronofsky would have made my. Li- He's been my number six, by the way. Aronofsky would Which have been film? my number six. The Fountain and Requiem. I can't watch Requiem. Yeah, you can't because it fucks with you. No, it makes me want to fucking murder somebody. Yeah, a drug addict because you're a drug addict. No, it makes me... It's like that. Like, <laughs> Think Dude, of Requiem tough. with Judaism and Pi as the number you can't divide or whatever. Yeah. The infinite number and Judaism... Makes that all into a movie, and it's Requiem for a Dream on, on Jews. But there's double-headed dildos in Requiem for a Dream. I, honestly, I've seen it. And Jeopardy and shit. I've seen <laughs> I can't watch it because it drives me fucking nuts. It does. That it does. That scene with a lady it with, does. with Jeopardy. Yes. Ellen Burstyn. I can't watch she it. She should have gotten the Oscar for that. I've honestly. seen the movie. She I should. can't. I, can, I will not. She I've seen it once. I will not watch it again. Wow. I will not watch it again. Wow. I can't watch it again. We should do that top five. Top five movies you'll never watch again. 
next stop by. Next stop by. What else you got? Uh, Top five movies you're pissed off at and you'll never watch again. We'd just be angry. Yeah, what? Yeah, no, that's fine. Donnie Darko's probably on. Yes, Donnie Darko's on mine. Yeah. Definitely a fucking mindfuck, but it it wasn't enough of a mindfuck to really. It was more like I don't get it, it wasn't and no one fuck. got it. And I don't even think they got it. it and there's nothing that's been able to substantiate yeah. what you were supposed to get. So I was like, eh, yeah. it just it was confusing. It's a pity mindfuck. Yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, one of our ideas for top five was uh, top five worst remakes. Old boy. Old boy. Old boy is a mindfuck because old boy, you get to the end, and you're like, wait, this is for a girl who's. And you almost want to throw up because of how gross old boys. Uh, Dark City is on there because Dark City gets that mindfuck where you get outside the city that's moving and you're like, wait, this is a normal place. I didn't really like Dark City, but it's sort of a mindfuck. Uh, the Matrix deserves, I guess, an honorable mention. I already said Requiem for a Dream and The Fountain. Um, I don't know how to say this because I actually don't because the city is called Schenectady, New York. But the movie is, like, spelled Synecdoch, New York. <laughs> and it's with Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm -hmm. where he gets, he's like a director, and he's just fucking sucked at everything. And he gets this whole thing where he's going to, you know, direct his masterpiece, and he buys a giant soundstage and builds a life-size replica of New York. And then, eventually starts directing his own life and starts going like you have to do this and there are actors playing him in present day it's like what he would do to this girl and then the girl is in love with him but he has it's so weird so that's another one and then uh one that i've never seen but i feel needs to be mentioned on this list because of the same reasons why you say uh uh Whatever that one was. <laughs> uh, Soylent Green. Which one? Soylent Green. So Soylent Green is a movie back in the 70s where it was a... I, I believe it was like nuclear fallout and they had to find rations for people. And so they found rations and you would come up and you'd get your Soylent Green. And at the very end of the movie, you found out Soylent Green is people. You were eating people the whole time. That's a mind fuck. You just ate people. But I've never seen it, so I can't actually put it on my list. We gotta watch that. We do have to I watch something. Watch that. So, uh, anyways, that was our uh, top fives and our honorable mentions. Um, Tyler, what do you got for uh, like a shout out after this? I can't even think after this. Your mind is so fucked. My mind has been. Here's my mind, fuck. Cheers, everyone. Uh, you have a cabinet hanging in the middle of air. We do. That's a mind fuck in itself. Is that a liquor cabinet? <laughs> that is a, you're damn right that's a liquor cabinet. That's only for me. Kicks can't reach that. <laughs> uh, 
Um, my mind fuck is for the fucking my mind got at Virginia last weekend. I was in Virginia for the game. I blacked out probably 16 of the 24 hours that we were <laughs> of every day and have no idea what happened. So, hey, I, uh, I won, I won, uh, tailgater of the month though. So yeah, yeah. Your mind was blown. My mind was blown as well. I have no idea. All right, guys, we're at, uh, we're actually at a minute or an hour 51. This is probably the longest episode we've done. Uh, but we thank you. I think we've done two over two hours. We thank you for, uh, listening in. Uh, please go to our Facebook page, critical, or excuse me, facebook.com slash critical drinking. Tell us what you thought, what you liked, what you didn't like, what you agreed with, what you didn't agree with. Go to Twitter, twitter.com slash critical drinking without the G because fucking 15 characters. Instagram, critical drinking, all one word, all lowercase. There you go. Bitches. And if you want to call us, I would love. We haven't gotten a fucking voicemail in so long. But call us. 503. Wait. 509-43-DRINK. 509-43-DRINK. If you don't remember that, go to our website, criticaldrinkingpodcast.blogspot.com. There's an actual link on the sidebar that says click me and or call me or whatever. You can put your number in. It will actually call your phone. You can get connected and you can leave us a voicemail. It'll be so great. And we will guarantee any voicemail we get guaranteed on the air. Um, but hey, it's been real. It's been such a mindfuck. I don't know if I'm going to survive the next 24 hours mm. because of how fucked my mind is. Mm. Um, but we will see you guys next time. Hopefully sooner rather than later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.